It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, good evening. C'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. We're going to talk love, we're going to talk relationships, and I want to start with a true story. A friend of mine from Paris called me uh, last night for him, like late afternoon, before the show, and uh, asked me for my advice. And here's the situation. He is married, he has two kids, and he fell in love with a girl he works with. They have not had ulala. They have kissed, but they don't want to go any further. He's completely lost. He has no more interest in being with his wife, loves his kids. What should he do? So I told him, don't do anything until you talk to a therapist. I said, those kind of difficult decisions need to be taken with the help of a professional. They're too important. And that's what he's going to do. And that's my advice for anyone in the same situation. Go see a shrink. If it's too difficult to solve alone, don't be shy. If you need help right now, call me, 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Margaret. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand you have kind of a dilemma, an issue between you and your boyfriend. What is going on? Well, we were kind of on the outs right before quarantine started. And um, so then quarantine hit us and we both live alone and we live a few blocks away from each other. So we inevitably kind of got quarantined together. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, we were on the outs and I still kind of had that feeling throughout the entire quarantine that I don't really want to be with this person. Um, he's a nice guy, don't get me wrong, but I just don't see a future with him. And I feel like through quarantine and being cooped up alone together this whole time, he, you know, thinks that we've gotten closer and we've grown closer and more intimate. And I don't feel that way. And now that things are reopening up and stuff, I kind of just want to get out of it get out of this relationship and I just don't really know how to break the news to him because we're definitely not on the same page. Um, during the quarantine, how was the romance together, the romantic, the ooh-la-la? Was it, was it on? Was it off? It was on and off a little bit. Um, I just feel like I'm not as attracted to him as much because, I don't know, I think it's more of an emotional attraction to, that I need. I understand. Can we say that you're not in love with him? Exactly, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, you're not responsible for other people's feelings. So the way I see it is uh, whenever you guys decide to end the quarantine or like to really part ways, uh, you just have to be honest and have no guilt. Because we okay. all have the right to start a relationship equally with the right to end the relationship. This is not we stay by pity or by guilt. We stay because our life is better with the partner. If it's not, we should not stay together. So, Margaret, it, when you have the talk, my advice is to talk softly but firmly. Softly by the tone, no yelling, no drama. Just say, listen, i got to be honest. Um, you know, we uh, have reached the end in my heart of this relationship. You say, oh, but I love you. How can you say that? I understand. I just don't love you. I need to be on my own. And uh, once this is over... Uh, you know, you always be a friend, but I just want to tell you, this is where it ends. Okay. I think that's a good idea. All right, Margaret. Good luck with that talk. And uh, remember, always do it after a meal because a man is always grumpy because he's hungry. That is so true. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs>
All right, Margaret. Good luck and good night. Good night. When was the last time you had to have this kind of talk, the goodbye talk? Let's talk about that next. When was the last time you had to have the talk, the goodbye talk, the it's over talk, the I don't love you anymore talk? When was it? Because I think most of us, all of us, at one point during a lifetime, we have to say at least once or a couple of times more, well, listen, it's not working for me anymore. And then have you noticed how everybody is, of course, there's an emotional reaction and sometimes there's a lot of anger, a lot of sadness, and then comes the guilt. But now, after three decades of learning and watching and making mistakes, I've learned that we should not feel guilty to say it's over. Because we should not lie, and if we don't love somebody anymore, we should not stay in the relationship. Now, what's the best way to do it? I'll share that with you next. What is the best way to say to somebody it's over? When you are either in a relationship, partnership, married, you know, it's over. My experience shows that everybody expects honesty. Everybody deserves honesty and everybody needs honesty. That's the key. So when you want to say it's over to somebody, do it in a way that is honest and don't be afraid to tell the truth. Don't be mean, but tell the truth. You don't love me anymore? No, I don't. But I love you. I understand I don't love you anymore. And that allows the other person to register this is the end. And we all deserve the truth, even if it's hard. Because remember, we have the right to start a relationship, and we all have the right to end a relationship. It's the nature of relationships. No matter what, they start and they end. That's life, like life. Anyway, back to your questions, 855-905-8255. What number should you call if you want the whole world to listen to a romantic story that happened to you? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Megan. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Megan. So, uh, you have a romantic story that you want to share. I'm all ears. I do. So, um, my boyfriend, right when we started dating a little over a year ago, uh, my My pet passed away, um, my little dog, and so, you know, I was really upset, but uh, we had just started dating, so I tried not to kind of make a big deal about it. Um, yeah. Fast forward a year, it was right before um, the anniversary, and so, um, I, you know, I thought he had totally forgotten about it, but on, on that day, he actually took off work, took me to uh, a little picnic in the countryside, and at the end of the picnic, he was just like... Um, actually, we're about a mile away from a doggy rescue farm, and oh. I would love to, it's both of ours. And so it was just, it was amazing that he remembered first off, like uh -huh. I hadn't mentioned it. And then the fact that he, you know, wanted to get one that was both of ours, it was just, it was the most sweetest, it was perfect for me. He knows how sad I was when I lost my dog, so... Now we have this beautiful little golden retriever puppy. How sweet. What's the name of the puppy? George. <laughs> George. And honestly, how did that make you feel when he said that and you went to the farm? I mean, I would just, what, what did you feel? It just made me feel so loved and just that, you know, he remembered this thing that happened right when we had just gotten together. 
and and he he knew how much that would mean to me and it also was just like commitment yay you know like you really we are we are in this for the long haul we you know we got a dog <laughs> so definitely kind of all those good warm feelings i love that megan thank you so much for sharing beautiful story i love pets so i i totally relate and i think what he did was super sweet so thank you so much for sharing and have a good night you too now i just received a very interesting instagram dm question uh, at Ronnie Radio, for somebody needs my help because the guy that she's been talking to online did something a little bit maybe weird. Anyway, uh, we're going to get to her DM next. So I received this interesting Instagram DM question at Ronnie Radio from Faith, who goes, Bonjour Simon. I met this guy on Match a couple weeks ago and things have been going really well. But he sent me flowers, which was very nice. Except I never told him my home address. So now I'm kind of creeped out. Should I ask him about it or just say thank you and let it go? Please advise. Hmm, that's a good question. You receive flowers from somebody you never gave your address to. Is that sweet or creepy? I'll tell you what I think next. How would you feel if you've been talking to a person online, things were going really well, and you receive flowers from that person? And of course, it's sweet, but you realize I never gave him my home address. So do you think it was sweet he did this or kind of creepy? Here's my take on this, Faith. Um, it's actually a bit of both. But there's one way to find out before we judge. I would say, thank you so much for the flowers. Really love them. Just curious, how did you get my home address? Don't keep that question for yourself. Don't be afraid of asking. You want to ask something? Always ask something, especially that kind of question. It shows that you are, you've noticed, and two, that you're aware of everything around you. And then we'll see what he says. I mean, it's not too difficult to find people's addresses, or he's a creep and maybe you don't want to see him. Ask him, okay? That is my advice for you, Faith. You calls are next, 855-905-8255. If you have a question, a doubt, a dilemma in, in your love life, call me, 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Eliana. Buongiorno, Simon. How are you? Good. What's going on with your husband? How can I help you guys? Okay. Well, I have been happily married for 23 years. Uh, my husband is, is wonderful. He has a shortcoming. He has been short-tempered the whole time we've been married. But lately, it is getting worse. He is by no means abusive. He is just so short-tempered that if we're driving in the car, he criticizes all the drivers around him. If he's trying to fix something, he gets impatient and he breaks it. I've taught him about going to counseling. I've told him he's turning into a, a grumpy old man, and he just tells me I'm wrong. He has childish behavior, and I can't deal with this temper tantrum constantly. I understand. Well, I'm hoping you have a, a suggestion. I do, but I got a question before we go to the strategy. Uh, how much do you love him? I, I truly love him. I mean, when he's okay. not having his temper tantrums, he's he's funny, he's sweet, he's wonderful. Everybody around us loves him, you know. But when he has these outbursts, which become more frequent, it's hard to deal with. Got it. What would you do? in the possibility that he would not change at all for the next 30 years? Would you stay with him or would you leave him? <laughs> if it got worse than it is, I would probably leave him. 
Okay. And final question. Do you think he's grumpy or angry? Grumpy. Because you see, that's where I disagree. I think your man is very upset at life. Not at you, at life, at his life. And all the little burst of anger, it's because something in him is hurting him. And next time he does something like this, I ask him straight in the eyes, why are you so upset at life? What is it? And you, okay. you suggest him to write in a notebook, in a journal, everything he feels, not for you to read, for him. So if, that, if he doesn't want to go see a shrink, the best he can do, instead of you know, venting on you, tell him to write his emotions and to detox all his anger in the journal. Because if he doesn't talk like about it. it or doesn't write about it, it's not going to get any better. And then you tell him, if you don't get better, one day I will leave you. But and I it'll love help you. channel I, his venting. Yes, we need to have the venting detox, right? Not on you, on the journal. And you'll feel much right. better. Okay. That, okay. That's the solution I haven't thought of. I love it. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Thank you, Simon. Thank you for your phone call, Liliana, and have a good night. You too. I got an interesting question from Brenda about a girl she started to see and date, and uh, there's a problem. So let's go to her Facebook message question next. So I received this interesting um, Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show from Brenda, and here's what she says. I've been dating a girl who's amazing, and I love hanging out with her. The problem is I'm the first girl she's ever dated and she's just told me that she's not sure where this could go. But I feel like I'm falling in love with her. I've been in this situation before, Simon, and it always ends up with me getting hurt. So, do I stop seeing her to protect my heart, or do I let go and see what happens? Please advise. That's a good question. If somebody you start to date is still uncertain of the situation and you are falling in love, what should you do? I will answer next. Say you started to date somebody that um, you really like, you have an amazing time with, you hang out a lot. Thing is, in the case of Brenda, the girl she's seeing is not sure where everything is going, and Brenda, she's falling in love with this new girlfriend of hers. So what should you do then? Stop immediately to protect your heart, or let go, leave it, and see what happens? Here's my advice. Follow your intuition, Brenda. Women's intuition is 100% right all the time. It's not your heart, it's your intuition. It's different. So you ask yourself this question, should I give a chance to life and go with my intuition or should I give a chance to reason and since I see a red flag and nothing is sure and I'm falling in love, I'd rather stop now. I'm not gonna tell you what to do but listen to your intuition. After that, you will do what your intuition says. It will protect you. Okay? You calls are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Cassandra. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. Uh, how can I help you? What's going on between you and the man you've been dating lately? What's the dilemma? I just feel like I keep attracting men that are really uh, superficial. They like to give me a lot of compliments and make very big love statements, but don't actually provide anything in return. They're not particularly mm. interesting. I ask them questions. I get one-word answers. But for some reason, they expect me to be, like, chasing them for compliments. Really? 
which is not something that I really need in life. I really need a partner. How do I find a more quality man that is not looking for a woman that has low self-esteem and is just looking for compliments? That's not me. I see. Um, where do you find these men? I mean, pretty much all over the place. Some of them have been men that I've worked with. Some of them have been, you know, guys that I've met through friends. Um, but, you know, my standards are a little bit higher. I'm looking for a man that is interesting. I'm looking for a man that is smart, that I can have a real conversation with. I don't really need someone to tell me that I'm pretty or that I look good or, you know, to pay for my hair to get done. That's really not the person that I am. But it seems to be the only kind of man, especially at my age, that I'm attracting. So all these men, when they say that, you know it means they want to ooh-la-la with you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's purely based, to be honest, on, on your charm and your look. I mean, that's, that's what it is. Now, uh, I know that's not what you're looking for. So um, now that you know that, go maybe on, on an online dating site. Some of them are more serious, match is good, and others more people pay for the membership and stuff like that. People invest money to find relationships. And so I think that if you want to find, you know, deeper connection, more substance, you go on those online dating sites that are not just such as Tinder, like really ooh-la-la orientated and just get together and up oh, ooh-la-la. No, no, no. Others are more for adults that wants to get to know each other. And then you go on those sites and uh, give it three months trial and see how it goes. I guess that's my option. I think so. I think it would work. I think... Don't worry about the rest. I think you got to go in places where people look for the same than you. Okay. And, and, and so those websites usually work uh, pretty well. So that's my advice. Don't lose the faith. Keep the faith. And remember, in the universe, when it will be your time to meet your other half, you surely guaranteed will. Because that's the mysterious ways of the universe. So please don't worry about it. All right. If you say so. I say so. I believe strongly <laughs> in the universe. Not well, thank me you down. for your help, Cyrus. Anytime, Cassandra, and have a good night. Good night. Time for a key last question on the rendezvous. Do you and your partner really prioritize romance in your relationship? We're going to talk about that next. So, last question tonight. Do you and your partner really prioritize romance in your relationship? And I've always said, when we start losing this priority of being romantic together, it's the beginning of major problems. So here's what you said. You went on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, and I hope you follow me, at Rendezvous Radio. Please follow me. 36% of you said, we try to prioritize romance in our relationship, but 64% of you said, we could do better. And I encourage you to do anything you can even little things like tomorrow morning when you wake up, put a little love notes on the fridge, post it, something, prepare your partner's breakfast, keep the romance alive. It's the heartbeat of a love life, romance. Don't forget it. Thank you so much for uh, being on the show tonight. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for sharing your love stories. Let's hope for peace for everyone tonight. And thank you so much for being part of my show. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.